You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, my check, waifu, waifu. Tell, is that you? And you know it is, man. What's happening, bro? What's up, brother? How you feeling? Always good, man. Look, I don't work for anybody anymore. Hey, that's that, that has to be a wonderful feeling. Well, this is episode 98. My check, waifu, waifu. Did I forget already? It's 98, right? Yeah, it is 98. I was a mythical shirt. Is that a good mythical morning? It is a good mythical morning shirt. Hey, this is episode 98 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure y'all go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart. Shout out to Lou Complex. They drops, again, have been crazy, crazy, crazy good. So make sure. You use that offer code waifu whenever you shop Lou Complex. And when you do rock your Lou Complex gear, make sure you tag us in the photos along with Lou Complex. We'd appreciate that. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com. Use the offer code waifu15 to save there. And shout out to our Patreon producers. Tell, I got a special shout out. Let's do it. For the Patreon producers. We have, well... She's she's not new. She's been rocking with us for a very, very long time at the Simpot tier. But she just bumped up her pledge to Weeb, which means that she is now a producer of the Mike Check Waifu Waifu podcast. And Ashanti at It's Me Shanti on Twitter. Shout out to you, girl. Thank you so much we for supporting us. So we appreciate that. Not only her, we also have Aaron Brown, Connor, explicitly Monique Williams, Treesus. Thank y'all so much for always producing this and a bunch of other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate y'all way too much. Way, way too much. Not enough, actually. We, <laughs> we don't appreciate you enough. Oh, hey, this is episode 98. So before we get into episode 98, we are going to, uh, I got a question for you, Tell. What's up? Please explain to me. And I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, it, it irritates me. How do you feel on the, on the, how do you feel about the term American anime? I mean, I don't know, because I guess like, even if it's American made, I don't consider it like really like anime. Yes, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I guess, I guess the term itself don't bother me. It's more of the fact that like, why do we call it? Like we can't, we can't, like we have not called uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender anime, even, even though it has the entire art style. Like we say, it's as close to anime as America's gonna get, but it's not. You know, so it's it's influenced by anime. Now, it, I just saw it on Twitter, and now it wasn't like a big conversation on Twitter. Thank gosh, it was just like a small piece of of Twitter of the Twitterverse that decided to have these conversations, and then. It, it irritated me because I don't I don't get why people don't understand the contradiction between American and the word anime like that can't it just doesn't it's a contradiction in itself because if that's the case it, it is the definition of anime is a Japanese style <laughs> animation right. of animation like it's, it's it just it kind of blew my mind when I saw it on the time I'm like no please tell me this isn't like a real real conversation but it was only like a small small piece of the, of the Twitter verse. so I was like okay I'll let it go then. <laughs> I mean, some people are, are, I've seen it a few times, like when Cannon Busters came out and I was like, you know, I get it, but also it's, it's not, it's not. Well, for one, Cannon Busters was developed in Japan. True. But it, it wasn't it like written by like an American author or something like that. No, I mean, the the writing doesn't, doesn't the animation yeah anime is in terms of the animation so yeah of course of course like like um yasuke which is what we're going to talk about a little bit later that was also written by an american but developed by an anime studio or produced mm -hmm. by an anime studio so it's just it's just a weird 
weird conversation. And I guess the the re- main reason why I brought that up is because Invincible was talked about because uh, somebody said something ridiculous about how do you put Invincible in the anime category? I don't fucking know, man. It and that's why I don't even know why I'm even bringing this conversation up because it was. How, how it, do we skip DC and Marvel in that conversation? I don't know. Don't know. But yeah. somebody got on somebody for saying, you know, y'all want everything to be weeb, weebified so bad or something like because they quoted and called, you know, Invincible an American anime, which, again, he's right. Like, it's not an American anime. It's just a Western cartoon. Like, you just can't. You can't. There's no. It's not. It's not even the same thing. It's not even the same thing at all. So, like, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's stupid. Speaking of Invincible, we both finished and watched Invincible. Yes. Um, general thoughts, bro. What do you feel about Invincible? Uh, I think the character himself has need. He needed some fighting lessons. <laughs> okay. Because uh, <laughs> that man is anything but invincible. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the show itself actually was thoroughly surprised by. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. It's real good. It's real good. Kind of blew me back. I'm like, oh, this shit is real good. Yeah. Um, um, it's definitely what I love about it is that like how how Robert Kirkman Kirkman fought it is. If that if that's it's a word now. It's not afraid to get dark. <laughs> yeah, it's not afraid to get that that dark, gruesome. You know, explode your face. Yes, yes. I like that. I like that a lot about this uh this show. So if you haven't seen Invincible, uh skip ahead because we're going to talk about Invincible a little bit um, man so the first episode it had me mm. oh okay it had me I mean the first episode was good though yeah it was real good was, all of it all of it was real good yeah but it, it did it had me like yo what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah the the ending of the first episode really made me like what <laughs> what is <laughs> well, happening here? wait a minute that's not what I was expecting um, were you like me? Did you feel like it was uh, mind control? I knew something else was going on, but what what is going on? What we found out in the final episode is exactly what I actually said it was. I was like, "Yo, what if this is what it is?" Yeah, I didn't figure and that I, out until like the third episode. That like, made sense though. Once you kind of thought about it, it was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah," because we got certain responsibilities that mm-hmm. other people don't what right. responsibility you got man exactly <laughs> exactly so it, it took me a while but man holy shit I, I feel like uh, this was like one of those shows that that came out of nowhere and definitely like flew up the charts like there's no other place this could be other than Amazon Prime or like HBO Max or some shit for one. I had no idea what this show was until it released and then I saw a lot of hype for it, and I was skeptical about watching it. I wasn't going to watch it because I've been tired of watching shows that people hype up. Mm-hmm. And they're just not good. Um, but no, nah, I thoroughly surprised. Turned this on. It was good. And and the progression of things didn't seem bad. Like, a lot of a lot of shows that have, like, like less than 12, 24 episodes, sometimes the progression is just so bad mm-hmm. that it actually ruins the show for me but this one didn't do that with no. what, eight episodes it made everything flowed well and it could be the fact that everything was like 45 minutes long That's exactly so it kind it. of fit everything into place but i guess i'll talk about that more when we get to yasuke but i i preferred this storytelling and its time frame in comparison to others with like similar ranges but like 30 yeah. minutes or something bro it was like it was so perfectly paced that yeah I felt a, like a part of the world as it as it grew on. Like the episodes didn't feel too bloated or anything like that. Like some shows do. Didn't mm-hmm. it didn't feel like it was missing anything. I felt like how the fuck how are they get how are they going to do this in eight episodes? Was my thought, and then they did it. Like they did it. <laughs> the story progressed, and 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 it was just it was flawless. I love. Uh, what do you think about that Amber character? Because on Twitter, she's getting a lot of hate about who she is and, and, and so, know, what she's about, which I don't understand, and, but there's a couple of things, right? So like, I get why people are frustrated with her because of the whole fact that she knows Mark is a superhero and yet she's still through the hissy fits and stuff she had. It's like, 
literally, ma'am, I was almost dead. And you were like, where did you go? Ma'am, you knew I was a superhero or thought I was a superhero at this point, And you asked me, where did I go? I was getting my ass stomped. <laughs> yeah. Or I was saving the world. But those are the only things like her character itself, like who she was to me was very interesting because she wasn't like a pushover. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's what sold it to me that like it wasn't necessarily bad that she didn't understand that why he didn't tell her because she was like she showed from the beginning that like look i'm not i'm not soft dude tried to punk me and tried to punk you and i'm not afraid to fight back right mm-hmm. so she gave like kind of her like ground in the beginning was yes. like this is what i am so i can kind of understand why they made her that way um I didn't like that she kind of came back on her words so at the end and was like, yo, I'm sorry. And then gave him that hook at the end. I was like, nah, I kind of feel like this ain't necessary. So like you, I'm with you. Like you said, I, I, I agree. I see why people are mad. Hear me out. When I say that, I mean like she quote unquote knew for a couple of weeks when she got upset with him. And it's because of the fact that she, she, he, Feel like she wasn't worthy enough to know. So that's what pissed her off about the whole damn thing. Like every time he skipped out on something like that, he would, she was just trying to initially get him to tell her the truth, which, which would then make it feel like, okay, see, now you trust me. Now I can give you my all because you gave me your all. So I think she was pissed off about that. And that's what they tried to explain, but they didn't do a great job of explaining that part of her character because her, like you said earlier, her character is all about being this strong a capable woman so like with him knowing that he should know that i can tell her this and she will be you know supportive of that when she came back she really felt like she was gonna lose him like he was gonna die so right that i do understand why she came back like that like i'm about to yeah. lose it yeah like he he was literally about to die so like i mean that's more understandable even though we don't want that because we want him to be with Eve, obviously, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but it's under it's it's completely understandable why she decided like, and that's what I like about Robert Kirkman's writing is because it's so grounded, um, that you gotta gotta th- kind of think around some of the stuff, and I think them the way her they established her character kind of helped with that, even though it wasn't as obvious. So <clears throat> there was a specific moment in this show that I wanted to talk about too. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking about this with Monique because Monique, that last episode, she said she almost couldn't watch it. Mm. Uh, she said it was a little bit just too much for her. And I get it, right? That that, that fight between um, Invincible and Omni-Man was intense as fuck. Yeah, it made me wince a little bit. <laughs> the The part that really got me was I think the part that got a lot of people was the train scene. Yes. Um, where he grabs Invincible by the back of the head and just holds his face to the train as he stands there floating in the air and letting the train just blow up and crash into them and watch everyone die. Kids, and then you just see the tears yep. fall down fall down Invincible's eyes and you're just like Shit. Yeah. <laughs> happened there? It was heavy. And and uh they I've seen a comparison to that that specific scene and do you remember the call of duty mission um no russian oh absolutely never forget no russian so i'm like kind of i can kind of see the relation there because it was it was a complete overkill show of force yep like everything omni man did there like and and here's here's my thing right as if i put myself in in the seat of a viltrumite i kind of understand why Omni-Man did what he did, but living 30 years on earth, you have, you, you still think of your wife as a pet, you know, like that's, that's a little, that's a little hard, bro. Like I was like, <sighs> yeah, but if, if, if 30 years is literally a, 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 a trickle, of time. a trickle out, probably already yeah. hundreds of years old, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. Like it. And again, the show does a great job of, of, explaining this like when he went to that other world and destroyed that entire alien race basically that that kept invading earth and kept dying because of the time situation when he went there he was gone for months and months and months but like it didn't affect him 
I was gonna say, I think they also said though, like that that time zone, that that area they live in is like no time, like they don't age at all. Yeah, past a certain point, it's, it's just like you stayed the same age essentially forever. It's crazy. It's crazy to even think about because again, if if thirty years is like a couple minutes to you, why would you give a fuck? And you're right. He shouldn't. And then like also his goal is the grand scheme of like reestablishing his alien race, right? And I'm like, I get that. And it's still hard, bro. It's yeah. still hard. Yeah, but I talked about this with uh Gates. I told him, I'm like, to me, he's he's he felt like he was more like Thanos. I'm like, nah, cause Thanos was a little bit more reasonable with his Thanos, ideologies. Yeah. Like his right. ideologies made more sense to me. He's more like uh, Omni Man is more like fucking Frieza. <laughs> like, if you don't get behind what we have, like what we have planned, then we're just gonna destroy your world. Like that was that was essentially Frieza. So it's yeah. like, but Frieza was also a little bit more evil. Frieza didn't have that reason, and Frieza was just like, I'm I'm stronger than y'all, kill you. But that it should enslave you. That Omni Man isn't even the strongest of them. Yeah. And now we know from the one-eyed alien dude that they might be pulling up anyway. Yep. Since Omni Man is not there, now we have to worry about the rest of the Viltrumites saying, "Okay, well, we didn't get what we planned. Now we got to come do what we came to do anyway." So, bad news and good news. We know that they're going to at least last two seasons. Well, so, it's got three seasons. Yeah, two more seasons is what I mean. Okay, okay. So that's why I said it's bad news because they should have announced the third season. They should have just gave us the second season and then announced the third season after that, just so we wouldn't right. wouldn't know that there's more to this shit. <laughs> because if they would have came through, if they pulling up in the second season, we wouldn't know what the, like it could be the end, you know. But they got a third, so we'll, we'll see what that's about. Um, you know what else I liked about this? Two things: the fucking voice acting was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Incredible in the music. The music was real good in this fucking show. I, I seen complaints about the animation for this, and I'm like, it looks like any other comic book animated series to yeah. me. And if anything, like it might have had a couple of better, a couple of better moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell the budget was a little bit higher, but yeah, like it, it yeah. it's just Batman or or the Justice League art style, pretty much, or yeah. animation style. The sound design, though, like. The music and the explosions and when I remember they were fighting the seismic dude and the earthquakes and that kind of stuff. All that all that shit was great, bro. Yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it. And I guess America, we do a pretty decent job of sound design. Mm-hmm. Not always good, but we do a pretty decent job of sound design on our like animated series. So this one did a didn't, you know, it didn't drop the ball at all. I enjoy the actual, like literal soundtrack. Like there was a soundtrack attached to this cartoon, which is dope which is not yeah. normal in, in, in anime. It's like a, you know, the, the soundtrack comes from, was created for the show in, in anime, but in cartoons, it was literally just like a collab of people coming together and creating actual songs that are just like legit fire. So. Yeah. If very few anime with soundtracks with Parasite the Maxim being only the one of the few I can think of. They're, those are actual songs? Yeah, they got like... Uh, a 13 track list 13 song track list sick dope yeah all right well let's uh let's move on to another thing that came out this week that's yasuke boy let me let me just jump this one off by saying you ever just watch a show and the entire time that you're watching that show you just think to yourself like why the fuck am i watching this show we know why you're watching it, but yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I was so disconnected from this, and I didn't want to be. Um, shout out to at, at underscore Rob J. He he, uh, like, yes, this fucking soundtrack in this show is incredible too. Like, it was by <laughs> far the best part. <laughs> yeah, the the OST is that fucking the phenomenal. Animation. the 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 opening song is probably one of my favorite opening anime songs ever now (laughs) the ending song was absolutely incredible and then just the music in between scenes was beautiful just beautiful but the show i just i I don't fuck it's uh so so before we go too far i just want to say um i saw strange keith say something about this on twitter when he was talking about the show 
he gave his initial thoughts before giving it going into details, but he just straight up said six point five out of ten. Um, and I don't think that's a bad rating for this. Um, yeah, I even think you could be lower to be honest. I, I agree because I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Uh, but the show it it kind of dropped the ball for me, and I it, I was expecting something a little bit more historical, almost I guess. Yes, and that, that's how the trailer sold it. But as soon as you get like five seconds into the, the like it turns on you know it does the yes the, all the little opening intro stuff like hey this is who produced it and then it goes to like five seconds in you got this giant mech cutting people open i'm just like okay yeah see that's they see that's what they, exactly what they try to do they try to subvert expectations in that first beginning fight you could tell that shit was out of place too showing mech's magic in the first five seconds was intentional just so they can try to Established that hey, this is gonna have mechs and magic in it, <laughs> but it, it still didn't work. And I can even deal with the magic. Me too. But but the issue is is like who the character is, right? Yasuke is a real actual character. Oda Nobunaga is a real actual character. And I get it. A lot of the characters in the anime and stuff we watch are actual people and characters. But you got the first anime ever being made about a character like Yasuke. Well, second um, technically, if you want. Okay, second. But this anime being made about this character and with this amazing studio and you got it being so heavily based around some some like otherworldly shit. It, it doesn't um, it doesn't draw anyone in. Nope. It didn't draw anyone in. And if anyone's giving us a ten out of ten or even five stars out of five, I'm strongly reconsidering like your understanding of like I don't know, processes and how, how these things should actually work out. I wanna say it's not it's not that it was like even the max just didn't belong. Okay. It, that's not, that's not, not the only thing though. That's yeah. Definitely that's not the only thing. definitely not the only thing though. Like for me and maybe this is Netflix fault for limiting the episodes so drastically. That's what hit me too. It's so sparse into like even giving you a chance to give a fuck about anybody. I didn't care about this little girl. I didn't care about her mother. The only person I did care about was Yasuke and and like that's it. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't we it, like for everything felt so un um what's the word I'm looking for? Unearned. And I felt like so because of the six episode thing and we I was starting to talk about this a little bit in Invincible. Invincible did it well mm-hmm. with eight episodes, forty five minutes mm-hmm. or forty minutes or whatever. Yasuke did this horribly. Um. Yeah, like the animation and sound design was good, but like when you came, when it came to telling the story and giving us like an actual foreground slash background of the characters, there there was only foreground. We only saw what was happening right now, and they tried to do these flashbacks that didn't really land well. No, um, because there wasn't enough foundation to build on it, and it just wasn't like it didn't capture anybody. So that was bad. And then they also gave us this little girl character, which. The little girl character wasn't like the worst character in the world, but it almost felt like Yasuke had a back seat to her a lot of times. Like this is his anime, and yet now she's taking the 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 lead role. Yeah, it it <laughs> none of it fit with any anything. Like I didn't I don't understand why I don't understand why this was the route that was taken. I just don't I just don't get it. Like you have this entire story, even with the flashbacks. If you just put in a flashback in these, what is it? How many episodes do we have? Six episodes. Six, six episodes. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I don't even feel like it. I feel like three, to be honest. Uh, if if they just put the entire all the flashbacks in these six episodes, spread them out, fine. You know, ha- showed how you know how bad him coming up from being a servant to a, a samurai, and then and the, Nobunaga's way and it made what they gave us in the first fucking minute of the show made that the end of these six episodes we would have been good with that like show him training and becoming a great samurai show him fucking tearing people up and people being afraid of him or the historic piece of it where people actually started to worship Yasuke because they felt like he was uh, like a Buddhist, uh, like a Buddhist god, because of the way he was, he was built. He was tall and dark, <laughs> like the statues of, of the Buddhist um, religion. So it's like there's so much shit they could have done with this that just 
that fucking pissed me off. Like I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, not now the fucking the shaman dude and the and a bear wolf chick is now fighting with Yasuke because the little girl apparently talked to him in her head in their head. We like, didn't get any details about it. No, when and why and how and it's well, this shit was terrible. This shit was absolutely <laughs> terrible. Now a lot of people watched it, so it's going to get more. Unfortunately, wow. like right. the blood of Zeus. But uh, this is a uh, this is bad. Thank God, God for the music and the animation, though. It was big bad, and um, also, well, I wanted to say my biggest issue with how they made this like a fantasy, like an over over fantasized fantasy kind of series. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have gave us the whole slave racist stuff. I yeah. guess it's like how I feel. Like it's so it's so futuristic and fantasy based that it they could have literally gotten away without integrating that too and i'm not saying we shouldn't be talking about race and our anime or whatever but like it just didn't feel like appropriate it felt like it was just something you're trying to push an agenda almost and i ain't trying i'm not i'm not i'm the person who i'm cool with you pushing an agenda if it's for the right purposes but this just didn't fit in this series with like the the magical mech like why do i have this dude with a giant magical mech and like, okay, yeah, Yasuke is fighting a black shaman, which that shaman dude was was dope to me because he was summoning Orisha and stuff mm-hmm. to help fight. I was like, that's dope. That's the ancestors coming to help fight. But it just didn't sit well with like, you're a servant's always gonna be a servant. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> we got giant mechs. We not past that yet. They should have picked one. They should have picked a side to go down. Should have picked the struggle, and they 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 struggled the whole way through because of it. Yeah, and they—I wish they would have just named him something else and not called this Yasuke. Like, and to make the trailer seem like it was going to be this fucking historic piece, like this was a, another Afro samurai telling of this the black samurai story. But Afro samurai did it better. Yeah, of course, of course, because it was it was it was so loosely based that it didn't even you, you wouldn't even know it was a. That's how it was influenced. And they should have just done that with this. They should have just called the motherfucker, uh, I don't know, Mahershala, and then called, <laughs> <laughs> called it a day. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, let's get out of this. <laughs> uh, you watch. Uh, yeah. So I, I got I to gotta touch on this show. And I have to real quick before we go into get to know my check wife away for it, all that. I just want to talk about one show, and that's um, that's that Osamaki show that I talked about last week. Okay, I had a tweet about it on our uh, at my check wife food Twitter. This show is worth everybody's time, every piece of it is worth the watch. I think, yeah, yeah, man, this shit is not only is it funny. The characters are so likable. The fucking story is crazy good, like crazy good. But mainly it's mainly the characters. The characters are great. And and again, it's the way they move. The way they move will have you like, oh, shit. OK, I like what you're doing here. I like what you're doing here. And I think it's it's worth everybody's time. I just have to give this show a shout out again. Osamaki deserves more attention for sure. For sure. <laughs> Since I have more time, I'll definitely be picking it up. Please but do. Please do. I plan on watching it, but you know, like I told you, with the moving process, I'm yeah. just cleaning it like heavy to death. So, uh, you want to talk about Vivian in the second half? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's talk about Vivian in the second half. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to throw in my honorable mention uh, real quick. And it's still the one I swear I thought you told me to watch this, but I guess you didn't. The Saints' magic power is omnipotent. This show, it's an Izakai. Is not action based, but it's actually just really good. It's it, it's like a comfort anime. Yes, like something that just makes you feel good to watch. Mm-hmm. Is good. I, I recommend everyone watch it. If I I feel like like this sixty eight percent average score is getting is because people expecting like average your normal Izukai stuff and they're not yeah. going in thinking like this could be almost like relaxing and therapeutic is what it seems like. Just watch it. I just turn it on. I just enjoy it. I love that. I love that. So that is this week's uh, is this week's um, eye catching eye catching shows that we watched outside of the two main topics being Invincible and Yasuke. Uh, let's get to know my check waifu waifu, shall we? Let's do it. I think it's my turn to read the question. Yeah, I'm doing a random number generator. 
Mm-hmm. It should be like, what, 80 questions left, something like that? It is 81. Okay, this is Gets to Know My Check Waifu Waifu, where we roll a random number generator, ask a question associated with a number, and you get to know us a little bit better. This week is my uh, turn to read the questions. So give us a number. 22. 22. Uh, who is your real life hero? Um, real life hero, uh, I have to go with my wife and my mom. Mm-hmm. Those are my heroes, real life heroes. I don't really, I, I guess I'm, you and I might be the same in this, but I don't really like idolize anybody. Yeah, yeah. Not, not really my lifestyle. Um, but yeah, my wife and my mom would be the only two people I guess I would consider like heroes for me. Exactly. Because if it, if it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't be as driven as I am today. So. I mean, that's an easy answer. Both of our moms are <laughs> are those type of moms. Amazing women. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're incredible. All right. So guess what, y'all? We have a phenomenal song from Arcane again. One of our Let's favorites. Go. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you. He get us. He let he let us drop his uh, his new tracks early. This shit is fire, man. This shit is fire. I want to get the name properly for this one. So I'm going to go ahead and go to our email real quick. Um, and give it a proper shout out but I, I couldn't wait for this week just to have the honors of dishing out this song so when I tell you Ara is going to be a part of our uh, our team uh, you'll, you'll, y'all will find out about that soon enough because we have our what three year anniversary coming up soon well we'll be starting our third year coming soon starting so. our third year coming soon so it'll technically be our, our year three but Okay, so he said he's got a new track for us, and the release date for the song is five sixteen, and he said we get it uh, early as always. Um, oops, didn't mean to do that, but it's called "Pushing Daisies." This song is fire. "Pushing Daisies" by Hurricane. Check it out. Uh, we appreciate you for letting us get these uh, these early looks at this at these gems. Rob, let me get a rating on this song when it, whenever you hear it, and uh, we'll see you guys after a break.
Welcome back to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Shout out to Hurricane for that pushing daisies. Love it. Sick track. Uh, remember, 516, he's dropping. He's dropping that track. So make sure you guys stay tuned. His links, of course, will be in the show notes or just go to hurricane.com or his Twitter at hurricane. He'll be in the announcement of this uh, episode. So the first thing we're going to talk about in this spoiler talk section of the show is my hero episode what was it five yeah episode five of season five no episode six sorry oh sorry sorry Sorry. episode six of season five uh what was uh what was your thoughts of this episode full spoilers by the way this episode was boring bro i agree i agree as fuck Uh, okay i was actually worried i said it um during the break i was like i think me and polo had different views on this episode and I, i didn't know if it was because i read it already but it just felt like in the manga this was paced so much better and it feels like they dragging their feet almost with some of this they like, are man yes I'm not even I'm not even a reader but I just feel like it's so bloated man it's just so bloated because and they, then I, go ahead go ahead they spent again I, I, I make sure I count every time okay five minutes five minutes it took them to get to anything new this episode right okay that is just too long. I don't need you to tell me what just happened last week all over again. It pisses me off. And it wasn't even that special. Like it wasn't even that that big of a deal for you to have to recap. Yeah. That I, something about the pacing of this show has been so weird. It's like they they want to hold out as much as they can for these 25 episodes. And maybe that's why. Maybe they just need to fill 25 episodes because the studio like yo we, we need a lot of my hero because it makes a lot of money but there's so much content to the my villain academia part that just makes no sense to me why they would be doing that because there's so much reason like if half this season is my hero my villain academia high key i might be pissed mm. because there's so much like backstory that they could be giving us and we'd be like yo this store is like a lore a lore dump and you i'm kind of loving every bit of it uh but I don't think they're going to give us. I think they're going to cut my villain academia down. Uh, but yeah, I agree. The The way that they're dragging this out is not, it's not it, bro. Um, and this next episode, if it don't, if, if way, if it doesn't happen the way it's supposed to happen, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to be like, I can't believe this. Cause it's really only, I think it's really only supposed to be two more fights left. Is mm. it two more teams left? Uh, two or three. I think it's three. Because they had the first two teams, mm-hmm. and I thought it was like a third team, and then the final team is like with Shinzo on the, uh, on Team B, on t- on Class B. And now they fighting Midoriya. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, because I think Bakugo squad goes next, and Bakugo has the Acid Chick in it, right? Or is that no? That's yeah. that's Midoriya squad. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. They, it's, either way, this next episode, it should be a bit more interesting because of how it played out in the manga. And if it don't play out similarly, I'm just going to be like, this is confusing. And I'm going to stop complaining. I'm just going to watch it and just hope to enjoy enjoy whatever I see instead of being nitpicky. But I feel nitpicky right now. I mean, yeah, it, even from a non-reader's perspective, this wasn't as good. Um. It almost seems slower than last season. Like the 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 first last five. season's issue had had an issue with uh last season's episode issues were, were with like the backstories, like mm-hmm. going back with the flashbacks and stuff. They they really dropped the ball a lot with that. Yeah. But this season is just like bloat move. Yeah, <laughs> make things move. Yep. Yep, they're giving us 13 minutes per episode when you put it out in perspective, right? With the intro, outro, and five minutes of extra. Yep. So it's about about 14 to 13 to 14 minutes per episode, which is going going too fucking slow. 
funny thing because I just remember too. They did a flashback in this episode, but of something that happened two minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it because as you said, it gave us 13 minutes and I'm just like, hold yeah. up. But that one of those minutes is like a run back of what happened a minute before. I was like, why did they even do that? I thought about that when I saw it too, because I think it was the, uh, it was the, uh, the dark shadow part. Yep. And when Yao Yaru was making her thing. Mm-hmm. And they did it, and I understand the goal behind it, but it wasn't executed well. Nah, man. It's uh, I'm so sick of them telling me what these quirks do. Like, <laughs> big fist. Our fist gets big. And then, like, that's 45 seconds right there. It just, it don't feel good right now with this pacing. And for some reason, man, over, over the course of, from one through three, they slowly began to slow down how they paced these episodes, which is just strange to me because it wasn't like this the first three seasons at all. It, it also does not feel like, and the, this is what makes the pacing so weird to me is that it doesn't feel caught up to the to the manga enough to be be that serious. Yeah, I just think they're just trying to drag it as much as they can so they can get this paper. My hero's about to be the new Black Clover. They keep doing this. <laughs> nah, hell no. Mm-mm. We're gonna put Deco in a trash can. It's much more popping. I'm, I'm talking shit, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's rough though. They can't they can't keep doing this because this season starting off worse than last season. Like, do you remember season two, bro? Yeah, I remember season two. Oh, when they they had the the tournament arc and the fight, they had the Deku versus Todoroki, and it was like yes. ice and fire, and then boom, 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 and then the it got right into the action the whole time. Just like, bro, they put Midori in the back seat to start this. And I don't mind that as long Me as they either. keep it good. Me either. Like the, you know? uh, two episodes before this one was fire. I love that shit. Watching Shinzo do his thing. I love the every bit creative of that. because of who, what kind of character he is, right? Mm-hmm. And they they could have done that with Yao 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 Ruzu. Uh, what's her name? The the red girl mm-hmm. in the red suit. They could have did that with her. Like gave us a little bit more like introspective on how she thinks now, and like instead of that like quick little Todoroki scene. Yep. <laughs> We already seen that. We we know that happened. I mean, it's nice that you reminded us, but like, cool, you know, let's move forward and give us like better stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how this fucking, how this, this Adamantopia cork dude. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That did, was, they, they did have a funny line in there about that though. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Like how how would this cork work in the, um, across seas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Boom! It'd be it'd be dope. Um. Yeah, my hero's cool. It's just not. It hasn't been great. But you know what has been great? What Tokyo Revengers, man, bro. I have to say that this shit is Tokyo Revengers. I love it so much. I hate it so much, bro. It just makes you because it makes you just want more at the end of every fucking episode. Like, why does it in there? It's doing too much to my life. Yeah, bro. Like it's it's definitely setting up. Um, I don't know. I just can't wait to see his resolve now after the end of this episode. Yes. Uh, this is, what episode is this? Episode five? That was episode four. Okay. Episode four of Tokyo Revengers full spoilers. Um, holy shit, bro. Yeah, that, that's, that suicide at the end was so fucking tragic, dude. Yeah, especially after like seeing because he his actions changed his life right yep because he was supposed to go to jail for stabbing that dude and getting out and doing whatever right 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 but because he saved him he ended up going down this route we find out he's the one who pushed him in front of a train and like they gave us that whole backstory of like we'll always be friends don't you ever worry about that and i was like that's dope like it you know like they about to walk in here and naoto's gonna be like He's not still your friend. They walk in and he's gonna be like, nah, bro, what's up? Why like, did he why? Like that's what Yeah, we don't know, obviously. It, but, but I think I think it's because I think it's because like he was told to. And I think someone else may know that he can go back. Cause you know we do have that person who is sitting in the background like this. Mm-hmm. Scratching his beard, pushing his glasses up. Oh, so I mean, yeah, it's the dude. It's the other leader of the other gang that makes Mikey go bad. 
Mm-hmm. Essentially, man, fuck this. This is a hell of a story, man. This is one hell of a story. When this season ends, only at the crest of the story. We ain't even got to the main part. Exactly. Yet. When this story ends, I might just have to pick up the manga. This joint, mm-hmm. like whole time. I guess it's just that good because because I'm like I can't. I don't know where they're gonna stop at. I don't know if, if it's getting to season two. I don't care. I need to know where this goes because this writing seems so quality, like so from, quality. From all the people I know who are reading it, they're saying hands down, amazing read. Mm, I believe it. I because it, it's it's so much writing in it that there's no way. Like there's no way. Yeah, this this might be a new uh, mic check manga. <laughs> Facts, man. No way, this shit is way too good. I feel like um, him accidentally going back actually made me laugh out loud. Yeah, <laughs> it just you it know, was funny. Panicked, fuck. And yep. you know, we didn't know it worked in reverse. You know, with yep. like him in the past. Well, we we should have though, right? <laughs> but we didn't think about it. What makes Naruto? Um, what makes Naruto Naruto the one who? Brings him back or something. Told him he's the only one who who he's told. What if he tells someone else in the future and it changes that? And they are now the ones who can send him back or or bring him in. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I do love this this concept of time travel. Is where like his conscious goes back, but his body stays the same. Yeah. And if he stays gone for a week in that time frame, then his body is essentially in suspended animation for that week i love how we learning along with the character like that when you do that right that always, feels the, best. always the best that feels um rewarding if you will to like the story of it yep yeah tokyo revengers is uh special i don't agree with this seven seventy eight percent yet right now it just seems way better than the 78 percent. okay i'm about to say what i think it's about a seven seven eight is pretty good it's like 7.8 so that's that's pretty good it, i mean it's not like i don't know what's bad about it right now to say that it's a 78 percent. like i can say maybe the animation now about to say the animation ain't that special the intro and outro is really it's consistent cool. though that's true that's true it is consistent uh i don't like the uh art style that much though mm-hmm. i like the character art style that it bugs me a little bit yeah, I mean, I, I like uh, what's his name character the the one who just committed suicide and Hina. Atsushi, I love his I love his art design. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Hina, I love her art design. Everybody um, else looks like doofuses though. Yeah, Tak uh, Takamichi, I don't really like him his art style because they make him look like super nerdy. Yeah, real doofus like. Like Naruto doesn't look nerdy, but he looks like mad young, which mm-hmm. I guess I mean he's Asian, so. Yeah, I uh, what else don't I like? not really much else i don't like though Mm -hmm. so so since we talked about that can we talk about vivi yes sir so my personal opinion of this episode of vivi this is the spoiler section episode Um, six right episode six was a a finale level episode crazy like and that's what they've been doing it's been like have you noticed that it's been two episodes that are like mini stories that each time the second episode of that the first the second episode of whatever the first part continuation is always feels like a fucking finale yeah that shit that shit's uh, amazing um <laughs> bro I, I i don't even know like i'm watching it i'm listening to it like the singing and mm-hmm. the music in general the the fights yes. and like how it's animated and then how the story is progressing and I'm just like bro did something seem off to you to the uh, support bot uh, which one 205 no um our block oh yeah yeah a little bit so I think the support bot cut off something right because he came in right when Psycho was about to say something yep. and cut him off yeah, no, no. Right when the 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 dude who was attacked in the in the ship and she brought out the water, mm-hmm. he was about to say something about Psyka, and as soon as he did, he jumped in and said, "Oh, you got uh trapped in by Psyka too." Instead of letting the man finish, and it's like I just feel like he 
I feel like that support bot is is scheming. Something's not right, man. I, f- I feel like I'm starting to feel like he's the one that's leading this path to be what is going to be in the future. I don't right. know how, though. I don't know how or why. I mean, I should say why well, is, I, is the real question. Yeah, I don't know why either, but I think that's why when Vivi changes her actions every time, right? Like this episode gave us like a new like dynamic, almost like perspective yeah. on her actions. Like she said, look, I have a goal in life and my mission is to let people sing, like hear, make people happy with my voice and my singing. And she said, and I'll, I'll be the one that destroys AI to, to make that goal accomplish or accomplish that goal. Right. And she kills that grace clone. And I'm just like, damn i mean like she going off so i'm kind of like hype i'm like i, I kind of like your your vindication like how how strong you feel about this like you want to make sure that humans can survive at the cost of ai like all right let me see what you do but at the end um when do another episode with a suicide commit nope. suicide in that in that temple uh and you see her kind of like have that blood on her hands which the is both literally blood. like both the blood of AI and the blood AI of a human. blood and human blood. Mm-hmm. And her eyes, like, you know, they shake and it's like, what's next? Because that, that's what made it really feel like a finale is like, right. that's almost made me feel like, well, what, what happens next in season two? Um, I'm kind of worried about her itself. Like, is this where the AI goes corrupt? Oh, oh, man, I think she's conflicted now. Because now that she killed the AI to support the life of all humans so they can hear her sing. But the human killed himself because of what she did. So now she's like, what? I just fucked up. Now, not realizing that what she did was basically rip apart love, even though she had mm-hmm. to like, she like what else would they could have done with grace? Grace was just done. And for the greater good. And just period. Grace wasn't even there anymore. Like, she was uh she was just gone with no way of being recovered but yeah, and, and it's that, hard that, to believe that the support bot you know i don't maybe they could have grabbed her somehow pieces of her consciousness i don't know yeah i don't believe anything that, that support bot says because every action that he said to do she has done something different this is the first time that she, that he said do something and she just kind of went through with it right yeah almost to the and, and this is the result yep Right, Ooh, but like yep. before, when she didn't necessarily go by what the support bot said, mm-hmm. while things may have still ended up bad, no one ever had this kind of outcome. Right? Yeah, Elizabeth and Estella died, um, but did the humans die? No. Uh-huh. Um, did anyone else feel like hurt or anything like that? No. It was all like it was a success, basically, and mm-hmm. she did not do what what she was told. But this time, she did what she was told. And she has this like basic, basically a malfunction. It was because it, it was a, essentially an emission, a mission failure, right? Like she could, didn't save the human. <laughs> Boy, poof. <sighs> Vivi is just, in my opinion, I, I'm surprised that this is a sleeper. Like, I mean, I'm not after watching it. Like, yeah, I mean, I, we not seeing this on the timeline enough. <laughs> we not. That's why we try to spread it every time we t- every time we talk about it. Like is it needs more love? I I still personally think that this is better than Tokyo Revengers. Um, maybe it's my it's my um writer's bias, but I really do legit feel more captivated in this one. Even though I'm captivated in both of them, like just fine. I just this one just feels it has a stronger structure that I I'm enjoying. I think that they both, both uh, Tokyo Avengers and Vivi are giving us like a story that feels like there's multiple lines to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them actually technically have time travel in them, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, one's uh, going forward, one's going back. Holy shit! Wow, the contrast. I think I just lost Till. Till looks like he froze. Yeah, he froze. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Vivi is, is definitely my favorite this spring season. I like Tokyo Revengers. It's definitely the hard second. 
Um, but Vivius is first. All right. Well, with that being said, I think Tell froze, so he might have lost his internet. I'm gonna sit here and vent for as long as I can. But I think that would wrap up this week's episode. This week's episode seemed like it was a short one, huh? It might have been a short, real short episode, but a good one, a juicy one. Talked about Invincible. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to go through the recap. Actually, we actually just got done with t- discussing Vivi. Vivi was is a phenomenal show. One of our Springtime favorites, followed by uh, and before that we talked about Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers being one of one of the shows that that feels like it needs, um, I guess no no real introduction because it's just good, and we might even pick it up. We might even read it. Then we talked about My Hero and the episode pacing not being too good again for the second time. <laughs> something about these my hero episodes have been rough uh and then we had our break with hurricane song song pushing daisies which is releasing february 16th make sure you guys check that out remember hurricane.com or twitter at hurricane oh i think tell's back hey tell are you back uh, i am back can you hear me yes sir he's back there he is. Okay. I was just actually doing a recap because uh, and I left off at Arcane Song. I don't know what happened. What happened? I don't know what happened, bro. <laughs> I literally I might be a ghost in my house. Um so, so I, you left off at the Arcane new track. Yes, sir. We also uh had to get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu, who is your personal hero? Um because it's showing my hero academia this week. Um, <laughs> Saints, the Saints Omnipotent is my personal uh, episode of the week. Nice one for the week. It's just a really good uh, season in general. Yeah. Uh, Osamaki, Polo. Yes. Polo's loving it. I'm going to pick up on that uh, so we can talk about it a little bit more next week. Real good. Uh, we also watched Yasuke. What did y'all think about that? Was it really good for y'all? Did you like it? You going to watch season two when it come out? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Invincible. Man, that was good, bro. Oof. We both enjoyed that. Uh, I would love to. Uh, I can't wait for season two. Um, I hope they hit, hit just as hard on season two. Facts. And we also talked about a small little topic: American anime. What do y'all think about the term itself? Like, does that does that American anime kind of hit home with you, or it's nah, real weird, bad, right? Yeah, it's, it's real. Not, it's it's kind of weird, <laughs> right? But yeah, that's episode ninety-eight. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike. I didn't have the setting selected, so I had to go to the setting and then press the button. Oh, no, it was good, though. Um, I also meant to say, because I didn't know you you did the, the Mike Check Echo like that, but on that trailer, the Echo you did, it was like Mike, check, 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 yeah. check. It was perfect. It was I was fine. like, Polo ain't playing today. <laughs> he is not playing it, with us. I'm was, like, that's not the normal episode, Mike. Check. That fine. is not the normal episode, Mike. Check. <laughs> You're now tuned into Mike. Check. Mike. Mike.